What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Taylor's Spirituality Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Sanchez. I took uh, a week off for um, very personal reasons. Lots of kind of personal stuff happened in my life in the past week. This whole week has been insanely weird, very powerful as well. You know, like I've been meditating on green fluorite, which is supposed to it's like a little less intense version of Moldavite. If you pro- you probably have heard of Moldavite if you're listening to this uh, podcast. And so Moldavite is basically like this insanely powerful stone. How it like came to be is like it's actually was found in a meteor and then it crashed. The meteor crashed into the Czech Republic and Moldavite was found inside of that meteor. So anything, anything from space is probably really, really insanely high vibrational. And so um, a lot of people have been getting it. I have a lot of strong opinions about Moldavite because in my opinion, you should be getting Moldavite when, um, when you feel like you should and not like force it into your life. You know, like if you try to find it, then it's going to, you're not going to being, you're not going to get it, but when you're ready for it, that's when it comes into your life. And so, especially on TikTok, there's just been like a lot of people getting Moldavite just because it was a trend and they want to see if it's real and their whole life's changed. And when their whole life's changed, they weren't ready for it. They were like, actually just like not spiritual at all or not using or not doing any spiritual practices like meditation or affirmations or anything of the sort. They were not doing that. They just kind of got into it, got it. Then their whole life changed. Yeah, forced them into a spiritual awakening. But, you know, I feel like you should get it when you're ready to and not like force it. And so a lot of people have been doing that. I always, I haven't even got molded by myself. I had the opportunity to get it um, a few weeks ago. But then my uh, my friend told me about it and he has like a a bracelet business. And he, I had the opportunity to get it, but I ended up not because my intuition told me not to saying I wasn't ready for it. And so, you know, green fluorite and malachite are better alternatives for Moldavite if you want to have like a less intense version. And so I've been meditating on green fluorite for the past like couple of weeks and my life has like drastically changed. It's kind of insane. Lots of like past stuff for me to deal with in this present moment that's came up and a bunch of other things, you know, so um, this week has been powerful, but also very draining at the same time. So, um, I manifested 11.7 K onto my TikTok page, which is awesome, which is like one of my biggest, um, manifestations that have like came into this physical reality, super beautiful about that. But then also like lots of, um, not really negative things, but then lots of like things that put me uh, made me feel like sad and, and cry a bunch came into my life, you know, so won't get into it because it's kind of personal. I don't really want to share a lot of that personal stuff onto here. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you guys understand I'm back at regular uploads. I changed my upload day from Wednesday to Fridays. And so every single Friday you will be getting a podcast as well as every single Sunday you will be getting a YouTube video. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. We're going to be talking about the tools in this physical reality, this 3D reality for us to understand in order for us to heal and grow and to get to know us a little bit better. So guys, I've been doing a lot of research when it comes to astrology, actually. Um, I've been reading this book. If you're watching on YouTube, here's the book. Um, But if you're just listening to it, 
The book is called A Stars Within You, A Modern Guide to Astrology. And I've been wanting to connect the dots between astrology and spirituality and how we can use astrology in order for you to heal and get to know yourself better and to have more self-reflection time. So that's what I've been doing. I've been really, really, really focused on um, studying astrology. I've been reading that book and I'm on like page 100 and I started learning about the sun signs, about like different, the zodiac signs in terms of um, the sun sign, right? And so like, if you're new to astrology, I know a little bit about it. I don't know that much about the houses, but I know a good majority about like what each planet does, but then also um, what the zodiac signs kind of stand for and everything. So personally, my big three, which is my sun and my moon and my rising sign, I'll get into those here soon. And this will all tie in later. So uh, I'm a Sun Aquarius, and then I am a Sagittarius Moon, and I am a Taurus Rising. So that is my big three. And as I said, um, Rising, um, Sun Moon Rising is your big three. So um, you know the Sun is basically like the core of who you are, right? Your Moon is like emotional states, how you handle emotions, how you express it, and all that kind of stuff. But then your Rising sign is not really your mask, but it's kind of like how you present yourself to people. And that can also really play a role into your physical appearance and like your fashion sense, your like facial features. Of course, genetics have a huge role into like the way you look. But, you know, if I'm a Taurus rising, you know, like there's obviously very uh, things that Taurus risings do that impact their physical appearance, right? And so if like um, Taurus risings love like taking care of themselves and they love taking care of their skin and I, I love taking care of my skin too. And Taurus Risings are also very, very, very into fashion and love what they look like. And so that's what I've been doing too. I'm really big into fashion and I care about what I look like on the outside when I go present myself to other people, because in my opinion, first impressions are everything. So um, that is your rising sign and that's your Christian moon and rising and everything. So, you know, like once you actually um, do a little bit of research on astrology, you can actually get to know yourself a little bit more and uncover things that you probably were unconscious of, but then also help you heal from past situations. And so it's, it's super beautiful, right? And astrology can help you with healing, can really help you know more about yourself, know more about your purpose on this earth, how you heal, uncover trauma and, and various other things. It's not only astrology, it's also numerology, your life path number, anagram test, personality test, and all that kind of stuff, you know? So like, um, it's really insane. I want to talk about the anagram test because I, I took it myself and um, I'm actually going to pull up, I'm on my computer right now. So I'm going to pull up my, I should have done this later, but I'm going to pull up my anagram personality type. And so I can really uh, tell you guys and uncover and give you guys examples of what this can really help you and the power of understanding this stuff can really do for your life. So um, let's get into it. So, you know, in astrology, there's many different things and very many different factors that play into astrology. You know, like, as I said, there's like the different planets, there's like the different astrology signs, there's different degrees, um, there's the houses, there's 12 houses in that uh, have your, um, that play various things into your life, you know, so like I'm going to get into those as well. Um, 
I'm probably going to have a person who's really, really, really into astrology on my podcast so they can uh, give their insight when it comes to astrology and, and how it plays into spirituality. I think that would be super beautiful because I'm still learning about it, but I really wanted to uh, express my knowledge about this stuff with you guys, like so far. So as I say, I really don't know the many of the houses and their meanings, but uh, I know like the different um, things that the different planets land on, if that makes sense. And so um, something that I've also done a lot of research on is your Chiron placements. A lot of people that are really into astrology know about the Chiron placement, but then people that kind of like just kind of really not really know that much about it. They just kind of know the sun, moon, rising and all that kind of stuff. Your Chiron is actually very important because your Chiron is like known as the wounded healer. And that shows how you heal, but then also wounds for you to heal during this lifetime, right? And so my Chiron is in the seventh house. And the seventh house that deals with, um, let me look that up too. Um, so I can like tell you guys exactly. Seventh house, seventh house astrology. The seventh house is where you find insight in relationships. It is traditionally called the house of marriage, but it defines how you pair up, whether in love, friendship, or business partnerships. The seventh house holds clues to uh, all important one-on-one -on -one ties, including enemies and arch rivals. And so my Chiron placement is in the seventh house, which means I'm going to have a lot of wounds pertaining to business partnerships in terms of um, friendships, in terms of love in my life, you know, relationships. And then now reflecting on that back into my life, one of my biggest insecurities was having a relationship and wondering if I'm going to be in a relationship and all that kind of stuff. But then also needing that constant validation from people that say that they love me, whether they're like their friends or whether they're actual people that are interested in me in a romantic way. Um, I need that constant validation from them saying like, I love you. I need you. I need this. I need that from you and all that kind of stuff. That is insane to me and like a lot of people doubt astrology and like the power of astrology but astrology is like one of the most powerful things that you can actually understand because it's just insanely accurate how it's it's insane how insanely accurate astrology is right when i would like i would go on omegle sometimes and i would just like fuck around and i would just guess people's sun sign um and i would break down their whole chart for them and they would be like what? I thought astrology was bullshit, but then this is like actually insanely accurate this is. And so like, if you, as I said, if you like study your whole chart in terms of like the nitty gritty stuff of about like the different stelliums, I'm going to get into stelliums too, because stelliums are really important too. Um, your Chiron placement, the different houses, where your sun is in and what, what house your, your sun sign is and all that kind of stuff. If you have like different ruling planets, your chart ruler, and all that kind of stuff. If you guys want to hear more of that, I'm going to get a, as I said, I'm going to get an astrology person onto my podcast here soon. And I would want them to like, talk about like the insane things that they learned about themselves when it comes to astrology. So, you know, your Chiron placement is super important and shows you the different aspects of your life that you need to heal. And so in terms for me, it was in the seventh house, as I said, it was in terms of relationships. So I have a lot of wounds for me to heal in terms of like relationships and friendships and everything. And I'm grateful that I found out about this at the age of 22, because now I can have like beautiful relationships from here on out, because I'm on a healing journey of healing my uh, wounds in terms of friendships and relationships and needing those constant validations, right? I'm doing way better than I did in the past. 
you know, but you know, as I always say, healing isn't linear. It really isn't. You're going to have those days where you like feel on top of the world. You feel like a fucking confident, bad bitch, but then other days you're going to feel like complete shit. Right. So like, that's the reality of healing. And um, it's the beautiful part of healing too, because like you really can't experience the light without darkness, if that makes sense. So Chiron placement, look up your Chiron placement. That will actually like legit is a game changer for, for your spiritual journey in terms of like healing and doing shadow work. Next is your North node. North node is actually kind of really powerful too. And um, your North node dictates what you're supposed to be doing during this human existence, during this lifetime, right? And so um, my North node is in Leo, right? And so like, if you take like what Leo was supposed to do, um, what like the, I guess like what people uh, know Leo's for is like, they like the limelight, they like the spotlight, they're confident. They don't really let fear dictate their whole life and everything of the sorts, you know? And so like, um, they love being on camera. They love leading. They love helping people, all that kind of stuff. They love providing. So, you know, like since my North Node is in Leo, that's what I'm doing in this moment, right? And so like I am in the limelight. I have like a really big following on TikTok. I'm, I'm building my following on YouTube. I'm building my following on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. So I'm technically in the limelight. So I'm technically, technically I'm in alignment with what my North Node wants me to do during this human existence, right? And so like, I'm very happy in this moment, like doing everything that I'm doing, making this podcast, um, uh, making my TikToks, filming YouTube videos, eventually we'll open up coaching here soon. I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing and it feels good, right? It makes, I'm like fueled by this, by helping people, by being in the limelight, by providing and helping and healing people. That's what I'm doing, right? And so like, look up your North Node and that will definitely help you kind of like have an idea of what you should be doing during this lifetime, right? And so like uh, something I really wanted to like express this into, a lot of people kind of look at astrology as like a way for them to like kind of, uh, is like a make or break for relationships or friendships. It's a great way to see if you guys will be compatible, how many fights you'll have, all that kind of stuff. But like, don't use this in terms of your love life, especially just looking at your sun sign, like there's so much more. If you really want to like look at your compatibility, at like how well you would actually get along with this person, look at your moon sign, your Venus sign, and your Mars sign. Your Mars sign develops sex and um, also anger and action. Venus is all about sensuality, um, romanticism, and uh, relationships. And then your moon sign is obviously emotions, right? And so like there's different aspects and different, uh, those planets rule different signs. And so Venus um, Venus actually rules Taurus and Libra, right? And so like, that means my chart ruler is Venus and your chart ruler is read by your, um, if you can find out your chart ruler by looking at your rising sign. And so like, if your rising sign is an air, if your rising is Aries or your rising is Scorpio, that means your chart ruler is Mars. If you're, uh, if you're a cancer rising, that means your chart ruler is the moon, right? So that makes sense. So that's a very important thing to do and check on as well. Um, and so as I stated, you know, like, um, that's how you really just see if you like, if you will actually be compatible with that person, take your moon, take your Venus and take your Mars sign. That is super important. So like my um, Venus sign is Pisces and my Scorpio is Mars. That means <laughs> I have, uh, it's, it's also, I can go into so much depth about this and I'm not going to because like astrology just 
it's it's it blows my mind and it's beautiful to understand. I love learning about astrology. And so like that's what I'm doing in this moment is learning more and more and more and more about astrology. So um so getting back into what your north node is so like if you look at your whole birth chart, your birth chart, if you look at your whole birth chart, you'll get, actually get to know like yourself and who you are, right? And so like as I stated, my big six is Aquarius Sun, um, uh Taurus rising, Sag Moon. Um, Aquarius, Mercury, as well as um, a Pisces, Venus, and a Scorpio, Mars. And so that means I'm very romantic and very um, sexually fueled, if that makes sense, because of my Venus and because of my Mars, right? Which makes sense. But then also with my Aquarius, Mercury, I love to like make people feel uncomfortable, not in like a bad way, but then also like to make them like, move on and to help them grow, right? And so if you combine that with my Sag moon, my Sag moon is very blunt and say shit how it is. And so if you combine that with my Aquarius Mercury, I am very blunt. Sometimes they can come off as very rude, but then also it can really help people, help people heal and move on from situations and everything. I call people out on the bullshit and it really helps people. And that's because of my Sag moon and because of my Aquarius Mercury. So like now getting into it, I'm like, damn, that actually makes a lot of sense, right? Then my Aquarius son, like the core of who I am, I'm very humanitarian and I love providing people and I love giving to people. That is who I am too. But then like my Taurus rising, right? There's different facial features about Taurus risings. You know, you guys have like, Taurus risings have very like plump lips, very plump lips. Uh, I take care of my skin. That's what Taurus risings do. Taurus risings are also very big into fashion sense and I'm very big into fashion, right? And so like, if you look at your whole birth chart, not even your like your big sex, I mean like the different house placements, the different degrees and all that kind of stuff really helps you know who you are. So, you know, just take a look at your whole birth chart too. And then also there's something also really, really, really insane called stelliums. And so stelliums are basically having like um, three of the same placements in a house, if that makes sense. And so like I have an Aquarius stellium in the 10th house. And so uh, I'm going to tell you guys exactly what the 10th house is. And so a stellium is based, as I said, it is having like three of the same signs in the same house. That is a stellium. And the stellium basically is just like the main focal point of your life that you really, really need to focus on. Um, so in the 10th house is where you receive converted lifetime achievement awards. Capricorns rules this house. And that reveals a weighty substantial matters and focus here. Um, it can... Uh, it can be called in the house of world leaders since it's standing planning of so like it really does um let me try to find a better um let me try to find a better um aquarius i'm trying to find a better thing uh aquarius 10th house this is an uh no no wait aquarius 10th house hold on hold on um uh, 10th house media i'm trying to find a better better um uh, uh Definition for you guys. The 10th house reveals an individual strength and weaknesses, how they cope with the rules and authority, and how their professional path will plan out. The 10th house shows how people um, are acting in public through authority and career issues, not to mention is also the house of the parents of the opposite gender. So highlight on career issues. Going back into high school, I really didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I really didn't. I didn't like I signed up like for college four months before the due date, like before the semester started. That's how long I waited for the last minute because I truly didn't know if I wanted to go to college or do this, that, whatever, you know, 
And then luckily I found entrepreneurship and luckily like I, I manifested the opportunity to um, really um, help you guys, help people heal and help people become better versions of themselves. And that's what I'm doing. And that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Right. And so like, I really need to focus on my career aspects and all that kind of stuff and everything in that 10th house. And so like, once you understand stelliums, and if you have a stellium, not everyone has stelliums, right? If you look, if you have a stellium in a certain house, look at the meaning of that, of that certain house and see how you can actually incorporate that into your life and what you need, really need to focus on. So you know, there's many different things for you to focus on in astrology to get to know who you are, but that's literally the things that I started to research and I feel like are one of the most important things for everybody to understand. Um, there might be more that I'm missing. Uh, let me know. But those are the ones that I really started doing a lot of research on. So that's astrology. Next is the anagram test. This is the last one I'm going to be talking about. Anagram tests are actually really, 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 really intense too. You know, like everything in this reality, like astrology, numerology, anagram test, personality test, help you heal and help you find out who you are, right? So this is actually like get to know like who you are, like personally. And so like my anagram, um, the result that I got and personality type two, which basically is the, the helper, the caring interpersonal type, generous, demonstrative, people pleasing and possessive. And so, you know, like it breaks you down to like the basic fear, basic desires um, and all that kind of stuff, like motivations, like the different uh, people that have a type two anagram. And then also like what you can do to in like the different levels of this anagram test of like what is the healthiest and what is like the most toxic but then also like um how you can balance it so like my basic fear is of being unwanted and unworthy of being loved i have to heal from that i had to heal from that right when i found out about this i'm like damn it actually makes a lot of sense makes tremendous sense this is insane Right when I found out about this, I literally bawled into fucking tears because of how insanely accurate this is. I had this fear of being unwanted and fear of being unloved. And that's insane. And that ties back into my old traumas. So, you know, like you can use this to help you do a bunch of shadow work and everything too. And my basic desire is to feel loved. And that's what I want. I want to be loved, right? But then also, you know, like, this helped me understand that I need to love myself first before I get into relationships. I need to love myself first before I love anyone else. Because how do I love another person without loving myself first? Right? So like, if you look at your anagram test, this will help you do mass amounts of shadow work and mass amounts of healing. So please look up your anagram test. It's super insane. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll put the link in the bio. I'll put the link in the bio. So please, if you guys... Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, please, 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 please go to my YouTube, go and take the anagram test because this will be like insanely powerful and super powerful for you guys to understand, you know, so like key motivations, want to be loved, to express their feelings for others, uh, to be needed and appreciated, to get others to respond to them, to vindicate their their claims about themselves, the meaning of the arrows in brief when moving in the direction of disintegration, stress, needy to suddenly become more aggressive and dominating at eight however when moving into the direction of integration growth prideful self 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 deceptive twos become more self-nurturing and emotionally aware 
the healthy, uh, like healthy fours learn about boar and the arrows. And so like, it's just really insane how accurate this Enneagram test is. So please guys, there's many different things you understand. Like you can look up your life path number and they can really help you like what you're meant to do on this uh, during this lifetime as well. So please look into your astrology birth chart, look into your Enneagram test and everything of the sort. So guys, that's all I really wanted to talk about this episode. Um, I know this is kind of like a lot to take in. So like if you need to listen to it a couple of times, please do so. Um, but guys, I appreciate every single one of you guys. All the love that I receive is beautiful and powerful. I appreciate it. So guys, please hit the subscribe button if you're listening on YouTube. Please hit the follow button if you're listening on Spotify. And also, you know, like and share and, and share this podcast with other powerfulized beings that need to like understand who they are and what they're meant to do with this life. So guys, please do so. I love you guys. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on Instagram at Taylor Vibrations and everything of the sorts. I love you guys. Have the best day ever.